0: Hi everyone, welcome back to This is Womanhood. My name is Gina Torres, and today on the podcast, I am talking about summer solstice and the inner summer. So, summer solstice is, I think it was yesterday, it was the 20th, 21st of June, and on the menstrual cycle that relates to the point of ovulation, which is what I'm going to talk about in this episode. So a couple of podcast episodes back, I spoke about the inner seasons of the menstrual cycle. So if you're not familiar with that as a concept, then you can go back and listen to that episode. But When you look at the inner seasons of the menstrual cycle, you know, so we go through these four seasons every month, a winter, a spring, a summer, and an autumn. And so the inner summer is the point of ovulation in that menstrual cycle. And then just as we go through those on the monthly cycle, we obviously go through the seasons. On the yearly cycle, we have obviously winter spring summer and autumn and the peak energy in summer the longest day of the year where we have got the most light available to us is summer solstice on June 21st which is obviously been this week and so that point of summer solstice in the yearly cycle relates to the point of ovulation in the monthly cycle so it's quite similar energetics So I thought it'd be good to kind of dive into that in an episode so that you can really understand how you can make the most of that summer energy. So when we think about the inner summer of the menstrual cycle, there are so many powers available to us, just as there are in every season, as I say, as I spoke about in the inner seasons episode. So focusing in on the inner summer, this is the time of your cycle that you will ovulate so it is the fertile time of your cycle which naturally means that your connection to your sensuality to pleasure to your sexuality is dialed up during this time you might find that you feel more beautiful during this time it's a time that our actual facial symmetry changes during when we're ovulating and our hip to waist ratio so that we are literally seen as more desirable and more attractive to the opposite sex because obviously that gives us more chance of procreating and even whether you want to procreate or not our bodies have this inherent desire to procreate and so it's all kind of set up in a biological way, it's not a conscious thing obviously. So that's the inner summer, we have this connection to ourselves, we have this connection to our pleasure, to our sexuality, to our fertility. It's the time of the cycle when we feel the most confident. It's actually also known that we can articulate ourselves better during the inner summer because we do have that focus on the external of showing up for other people. And whilst all of these powers sound great and they are great and it's a wonderful time in the cycle, it's our most juicy time, it's when we can spin all the plates, when we can you know make plans and follow through with them and kind of really feel in this essence of doing as in like you know being out in the world and whilst that's great and it's necessary, it's important to note that there are so many other facets to the feminine psyche and to us as whole female beings and what I mean by that is, obviously I've spoke about previously the the inner seasons and the power and the potency in the inner autumn and the inner winter as well as the inner spring and the inner summer but in the world that we live in, the female archetype that we see the most and that is put on a pedestal is this inner summer self and to some degree the inner spring because that's like I say the version of us that is of service to others and so you know you look at the feminine and people think that to be a good woman we need to be having children, we need to be having a business and doing well at work and planning things and making sure we get everything organized and being of service to others and I don't know cooking whatever else is on this kind of patriarchal list of what a woman should be able to do and the thing is that when you're in the inner summer you can do all of those things and you also have the confidence and this external focus that to show up and be visible And so this isn't a bad thing, but what it kind of ends up being is that when you look on social media and when you look in films and any media, to be honest, films and TV shows, we see this certain version of the feminine That's spinning all the plates, successful, is, you know, the best mother, is the best businesswoman, is also like a vixen in the bedroom, you know, like really being of service to all of these different threads that she's carrying in her life. And that's the inner summer self. And so it makes sense that we mainly see that because when you're in the other side of the cycle, in the inner autumn and the inner winter, you don't really feel like posting to social media. And so it's not necessarily that we as women are hiding ourselves in those times, it's just a different focus, which makes sense and is necessary for us to go inward and have that inward time. But what it means overall is that because we're only seeing this one version of the feminine, when we as women are then in the other versions of the feminine more inward focus you know less wanting to be visible and we look on social media and we look online and we look in all of these programs and we see this kind of what I'm going to name like the inner summer feminine we feel this pressure to always show up and be in this perpetual summer which is unrealistic and would could never happen because we'd burn out so it creates this false ideal of what the feminine is because we only see this one kind of quarter of it and then when we feel the other three quarters of the feminine we feel less than and so I just wanted to name that because obviously I'm talking about the the powers of the inner summer which are very potent and there's so many powers to that phase but it's not the only part of the feminine that we should put on a pedestal, we should put it all on a pedestal, all facets of being a woman and all facets of this cyclical map that we traverse over each month and over our yearly cycle and over our life cycle, because all seasons are necessary. And so yeah, going back to focus on the powers of the inner summer, we've got this visibility, we've got this confidence, beauty, vitality, energy, it's this peak time of the cycle, it's the peak time of the year. And so during that time when you're ovulating, how that might show up for you is maybe like i said you want to socialize more you want to be out in the world maybe you have more energy to do exercise so exercise can feel easier during this time and it might be that you want to do i don't know a hit class or a spin class or something that uses utilizes that peak of energy from a food and nutrition perspective during this time of the cycle it might be that you feel better to eat lighter, so you might not have as many cravings. It might be that you don't feel like you need as many calories, whereas in the premenstrual, you actually do need more calories. During the inner summer, you don't need as many, so it might feel easier to yeah, eat a bit lighter, which can make you feel good. We have more tolerance for the people. Yeah, we're really in this peak of energy. And so if you think about it, from that yearly cycle, that, those same energetics are going to be at play during summer solstice because that's kind of the ovulatory time of the cycle. If you look at it on the moon cycle perspective, that would be the point of the full moon. So we have the new moon, the darkest moon, Then we have the waxing moon. So that's when the moon is like coming into its light. So it's growing and getting bigger. Then we have the full moon at the middle of the cycle. And then we have the waning moon where it's getting less and less and less and it comes back to begin again with the new moon so the same things happen with the menstrual cycle we've got the point of menstruation it rises up to ovulation so it's a build up of energy in that first half and then a decrease in energy in the second half and the same thing happens in the yearly cycle so the first six months of the year we've been building up to this summer solstice and so we've got this peak of energy available to us So the question at this time is, where are you gonna put that energy? This is this precious life force, external, juicy, fertile energy, sacred energy that you contain within. And so what is it in your life that deserves to receive that from you? So in the same way that if you were manifesting with the moon, you would set an intention on the new moon and then when you get to the full moon, you reevaluate that intention and let go of anything that isn't kind of serving you. The same thing would happen at the summer solstice. How can you redirect your energy that's been building up all year into something that is going to fuel you for the rest of the year through that descent as we make our way to the other pole of the seasonal cycle, of the yearly cycle of winter solstice? It's really a time to sit down, to get clear on your intentions and to decide where you want to put that energy. And also exploring what that energy actually feels like for you. So as I said, during the inner summer, we have this connection to pleasure, but what is it in your life that does bring you pleasure? How do you embody your pleasure? How do you embody this summer version of you? And it will show up differently for everybody and I'll talk a little bit about why it might not feel good for some people based on your life experiences but how does it feel good? What what brings pleasure into your life and how can you cultivate more of that? And it doesn't necessarily mean through sex, it might do, it might mean through sex, through self-pleasure, through connecting to I don't know, nature to exercise to embodiment practices, how can you invite in more pleasure, how can you give yourself that peak energy that you deserve because ultimately this energy that's been building all year, this energy that builds all throughout the first half of the cycle is yours, it is your shakti goddess energy and it is sacred and it's actually what creates life, it's all life, everything that is created is created in this sexual, sensual energy and it doesn't matter whether you're having a baby or not, whatever is created, if you are in a body with a womb, then your creations are seeded within your womb, there's a gestation period and whether that's creating a business, whether that's creating a baby, whether that's creating anything else you have this potency and this life force that you can put into that and you can give it to yourself, you can give it to your creations, you can give it to the people in your life, to your family, to your partner, to your friends, to your project, whatever it is. What are you giving that sacred life force to right now? And asking yourself that question, like, do you feel full of that life force or do you feel like you've got, for want of a better word, a leaky bucket? And so there's just energy leaking everywhere and you're not actually tuning in and tapping into the potency that is available to you. And that's the essence of the inner summer, this fullness. And when you've got that fullness, when your cup is full, you get to decide to choose where you put your energy. I've been running women's circles for many years now. And one of the themes that I find comes up time and time again is this theme of permission So many women feel like they don't have permission to be in their essence, to feel pleasure, to feel anger, to feel their sensual selves. A lot of women feel like they don't have the time, they don't have the resources, they don't have the space. And actually, as women, we need to reclaim that. We need to reclaim that energy and give it to ourselves and give ourselves permission that we get to be in our most radiant, visible, confident, beauty and filled with vitality. And that is the inner summer energetic archetype of the feminine. And if when I'm speaking about that, it feels triggering for you because maybe you don't feel tapped into that and that's okay we're not going to feel tapped into this energy at all times for a start. And even if you're in your ovulation or you're in this summer solstice energy and you don't feel it, that's also okay because it's just an archetype that you definitely have access to. And that the more you start to reclaim it, even just by 1% every single day, the more you can usher in that creative, sensual, pleasurable, vital life force. And so that's a really good place to start with looking at the 1%, asking yourself, how can I connect to pleasure even just 1% more? What is it that brings me pleasure? You know, you could journal about that. What brings me pleasure and how can I usher in more of that? And then ask yourself that creative energy, that pleasure, that Shakti life force energy that's running through you That is, we are the embodiment of in Inner Summer, what are you bringing into the world? Where do you want to direct that? And where do you want to pull back from? Where do you want to pull that energy back? You know, relationships in your life that aren't serving you, a job that's not serving you, projects that aren't serving you, spaces that you don't feel like you thrive in. Obviously, we can't change our entire life in a moment, but what steps can you take towards that life where you feel that you're thriving and that will look different for everybody because we've all had different life experiences, different relationship to our bodies, different relationships to you know other people, to partners, whatever's been happening in your life will inform how you tap into these powers and how it feels for you and how you embody it and I think that's also a really important piece to speak about that when I talk about the inner seasons and I talk about the powers of the inner seasons they will show up differently for different people like I say based on your life experiences And with the inner summer it sounds very attractive when I talk about the powers of the inner summer it's this juicy fertile goddess energy which sounds great and for many women that's exactly what it is it's this peak energy and they feel wonderful however there are certain instances there are certain experiences that you may have had which can come up during inner summer and Make the inner summer feel very triggering for you. And so I just wanted to speak to that in case you're sitting there feeling in any way like, oh, I don't have this peak of energy. I don't feel good at this time of my cycle. What's wrong with me? I just want to say there is nothing wrong with you, first and foremost. And there are many different things at play that can affect how you feel during your inner summer. So, firstly, if you have had experiences in your life or trauma in your life where being visible equaled danger then when you get to the inner summer when you get to that kind of summer solstice energy it can re-trigger those feelings of being in danger so if you've had any kind of sexual assault that can come up during the inner summer then it can feel quite triggering because when you're met with this energetic of being seen and being out in the world and being you know exposed so to speak that can of course feel very difficult for someone who's had those types of experiences and so it's really important to be gentle with yourself and to not have these expectations of okay this is the way it should be these archetypes that I speak of, these powers that I speak of are just examples of what is available to you but there's no shoulds or shouldn'ts, there just is how it shows up for you and so the more you can practice menstrual cycle awareness and track your cycle you can get to know how these things actually show up for you, how do you feel in in inner summer and then do that one percent, take that one percent switch to allow for More ease and more comfort, and to meet your own body's needs during that time. And that may mean for you doing less in in inner summer and not, you know, really capitalizing on that peak energy and being out in the world because maybe that does feel too overwhelming and too confronting. But if you've mapped your cycle and you know to expect that, then you can make allowances for how you know you're going to feel. If you know that you're going to feel triggered during that time, how can you make sure that you up your self care? When you're ovulating so that you don't feel as overwhelmed or you feel more taken care of the other thing that can be quite triggering during this time is if you've ever struggled with infertility because this is the fertile time of the cycle in terms of your ovulation it's when you're ovulating when you can get pregnant but that's obviously quite a difficult journey for many many people and so if you feel like that's something that's coming up for you. Again, it's important to take that time to up your self-care, to really tend to your own needs. And ultimately go gently. Because like I say, you know, we all have these different experiences. And so our cycle is a way of meeting the deepest parts of ourselves. Because the cycle can also be mapped onto the life cycle. So you've got the inner spring would be childhood, adolescence. The inner summer is that kind of mother archetype, regardless of whether you're a mother or not, it's the kind of creation part of the cycle, whether you're birthing a baby or birth in a business or whatever it is. And then the premenstrual is that perimenopause, menopause time, and then we go back into the kind of death and rebirth of the inner winter. And so it's such deep work. We think about our periods as, okay, it's just periods and something that we do as women and we go through the motions and we use a tampon and that's that. But there's so much more depth to the to the cycle and there's so much more depth to the spiritual implications of working with your cycle. And so when we do cycle track and when we do tune into the energetics and the archetypes that are available to us, it can bring up a lot depending on what our life experiences have been up until this point and how we view life and how we've navigated life. And also Ancestrally, you know, we carry so much in our wombs and in our bodies through like collective trauma and ancestral trauma, intergenerational stuff. And so it really is important to go slowly and give yourself compassion every single step of the way and not just expect that okay I'm reading about the inner seasons and I should feel like this in in inner summer and this in in inner autumn and if I don't there's something wrong with me because there's not there's just your beautiful individual journey and it's about really tuning into that and understanding yourself on the deepest level and then honoring whatever you discover on that journey and these inner seasons really do lead on from each other. So another reason why you might not feel this peak energy in in a summer or feel like this kind of radiant goddess self that is available to you is if you've rushed your way through the inner spring. So if you have a tendency to be always doing and feel like you need to be pushing and achieving goals, then you may have rushed through the inner spring, the follicular phase, and not matured through that phase like as i said it relates to adolescence and childhood in the life cycle and just as you wouldn't you know miss out childhood and jump straight into being an adult If you try and do that through the menstrual cycle, then you're not going to get that peak of energy in the inner summer. And equally, if you've not allowed time for yourself to rest and to rejuvenate during the inner winter, to do nothing, which is what the inner winter, the time of menstruation calls us to do, then that's going to affect the opposite pole of the cycle at ovulation and of that inner summer. And then what happens is because we don't get that peak in inner summer, we feel kind of bitter <laughs> about that because it's like, oh, well, I wanted to do this hit class and do this SPIN class and manifest all this stuff and be a, you know, vixen in the bedroom. And I didn't feel that. I didn't feel the embodiment of my goddess energy, my Shakti energy. And so then when you come into inner autumn, that creates this resistance and this tension. And so that can lead to symptoms of PMS and to even more bitterness. And And so there's lots of different elements to it. It's not as simple as this is how I'm going to feel in the inner summer. And, you know, box ticked and that's the way it is. It's, it does show up differently for different people and differently month to month. You know, if you have one month where you for some reason have to do so much during the inner winter then you probably will find that you're a little bit more tired in the inner summer and it's just for me I find it so fascinating and so beautiful that there's all of this depth of experience that is happening within our bodies within our cycles that we can access and it can really be a map for how to navigate the world and to show you what's going on. Any symptoms that you find with your menstrual cycle, be it from PMS symptoms to period cramps to even just irritability or breast tenderness or the color of your blood, anything that is happening is showing you what you need to see and it's just about looking and taking the time and slowing down and tuning in to what your body is telling you which as you can probably tell is just one of my biggest passions. It's what I work through with clients. It's what I work through in my own life. Mental cycle awareness has completely changed how I show up and how I work and how I live and everything. So yeah, it's just obviously one of my favorite topics to talk about. But going back to that summer solstice, again, it really is about tuning into these same energetics. So I guess to summarise really, I would, it would be to say, where are you putting your energy right now in your life? Where are you experiencing pleasure? How do you experience pleasure? And how can you usher in more pleasure in your life? If this well of energy is finite, you want to make sure that you're putting it into things that matter. And so are you? That's the inquiry. How can you readjust your focus? How can you make sure that you're in spaces where you feel valued, where that energy is valued? That's such a big piece. And where do you need to give yourself permission? What are you not giving yourself permission for? How are you making yourself smaller? How are you holding yourself back? Because that's a big piece in the inner summer as well, because we've got this opportunity to be seen and to be, out in the world to be visible to be confident because as women so often we're taught to make ourselves small we feel that if we take up more space that is dangerous because it will be cast out of friendship groups, will be cast out of relationships, you know, to be successful will no longer be dependent on men, so would we even need men then? It's all of these things that this patriarchal society has instilled within us and when I'm talking about that I feel the need to say I'm not saying like men are bad by any means, it's not like a male, it's like a man-woman thing, it's just this kind of internalized patriarchy because we live in a society that doesn't really fully understand the spectrum of female experience and doesn't certainly doesn't honor it and so we need to reclaim that firstly and then we need to ask ourselves these questions like how are we showing up are we taking up space are we giving ourselves permission to take up space are we giving ourselves permission to use our voice and if not if we're not feeling like we're thriving why are we not and where are we not and how can we usher in more of that energy and this is a really good time of year to think about that because there's so much energy and potency available to us so we get to decide what we do with that and what spaces we want to put ourselves in and surround ourselves with people and experiences that lift us up and really support that embodiment of the inner summer and that shakti energy And also, value the other facets of the feminine, like I spoke about before, because it isn't all just about the inner summer. There's so much potency to the rest of the cycle and the rest of the yearly cycle as well. But honing in at this time of year on the inner summer is really important because we've got that peak available to us. And I also want to speak about if you are someone who menstruates right now but maybe you're in this summer solstice, obviously we're in the summer solstice and energy in the year, but if you're, for example, in the inner winter, that can feel like a little bit of a dichotomy between the two of, okay, I feel this inward focus within my body, but there's this outward focus of, you know, the yearly cycle. I'm actually currently bleeding, so I'm in inner winter, but obviously we're in the outer summer and it's just really interesting you know because obviously our cycles aren't always going to sync with the moon they're certainly not going to sync with the yearly cycle and so it's just interesting to use where you're at in your menstrual cycle to inform what is happening in the bigger fractal of the seasonal cycle if that makes sense so with the inner summer, very outward energy as I've been talking about, but if you're in your inner winter, for example, that's a very reflective part of the cycle. So it might be that the, that reflection and that inward focus of inner winter can be something that supports your exploration of the outer summer. <laughs> I hope that makes sense because I feel like it's quite, I've not really explained that particularly well, but I hope that you're getting what I mean. So it might be that you take more time to reflect, or if you're ovulating right now, then maybe that's just be fully in your power, go out there, shine, do your thing, manifest, capitalize on that, you know, summer solstice energy. So there's so many different fractals of these cycles. The breath cycle takes that same four-part cycle. You know, the inhale is the spring, that ascension, that waxing moon, that pause in between the in-breath and the out-breath is that peak summer full energy. The exhale breath is the inner autumn, that descend, descent sorry into back into the inner winter so that pause between the bottom of the exhale and the next inhale is that emptiness that stillness of the inner winter and then obviously the yearly cycle the life cycle the pregnancy cycle these seasons are weaved into everything that we do and so the more we can tune into them and start to live by that cycle by those cycles and understand them and become the embodiment of them the more we connect to our very nature and hopefully ease in more harmony and usher in more harmony and more ease and just make use of these different facets of the feminine and and the potency of what's available to us at each time so yeah they're the inquiries really think about pleasure think about being out in the world visibility where you want to direct your energy and start to do it. I hope you have a beautiful solstice, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the year. Now you've started to delegate that energy and decide where you want it to be focused for the next six months as we take that descent from the, sol- from the summer solstice to the winter solstice. And if you're interested in this work, as always, this is what I do. So you can either reach out to me, you can work with me one-to-one, or I'll come to one of my events or workshops. I'm also in the process of putting together an online course, which is going to be all covering menstrual cycle awareness and how to tune into the inner seasons to work with the powers of the inner seasons to sync your cycle and all of that good stuff so if you are interested to know when that launches I'm hoping that it will be within the next month so if you're interested you can send me your email address or head to my website which is trustthemovement.com and sign up to my newsletter there and then I will send out all the details if that feels like something that could support you because then you can just do it in your own time at home and it's really accessible for people if this work interests you and you want to learn more about cyclical wisdom and how to tune into the magic of your menstrual cycle because it really is magic you know we've been taught that it's not and that is just an absolute disservice to everyone on the planet women and men because men will you know have benefits from us learning about our cycles and us being the embodiment of that because it's important so yeah I hope that you enjoyed this I hope that you got something from it if you did please like share subscribe all of those things follow depending on where you're listening to it there's different things to do but you know what I mean and yeah get in touch if you have any questions or if you want to chat or if you want to dive into this work more deeply I am always here on Instagram I'm at this is womanhood or my personal instagram is at Gina underscore torres and I'll pop the links below um, but yeah I would love to hear from you and I will see you next time thank you so much for listening bye and if you would like to practice yoga with me in tune with your menstrual cycle then again you can head to my website which is trustthemovement.com and all of my yoga classes and meditations are on there all synced to the inner seasons so if you're in that inner summer energy you might want something a bit more dynamic if you're in that inner winter you might want something more restorative And so you can head there and just see how your energy is and then choose your class that suits your energy of the day and suits the phase that you're in. So I'll pop the link for that below and I hope that you can join me there.